Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play B-Mix. B-Mix, don't be a loser. I know Eric from Arlington is. Eric, are you there? Yep, over here. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Goodbye. For those playing at home, Eric has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you will only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Fans are upset that what Canadian singer didn't join Usher at the Super Bowl halftime show? In the movie King Kong, Kong climbs what U.S. building? Uh, Empire State Building. Yes. Pantera had the early 90s album titled Cowboys From Where? Hell. Yes. What state produces most of America's red roses? Uh, Texas. No. Uh, uh, Mississippi. No. Uh, Louisiana. No. Orlando Bloom proposed to what singer on Valentine's Day in 2019? How many capital cities does South Africa have? Seven, nine, eleven. No, no, no. Pedro Pascal stars as the lead character in what original Disney Plus series? <laughs> the human leg is comprised of how many bones? Seven. No. Uh, nine. No. Thirteen. No. What are the holes on the moon's surface called? Craters. Yes. The United Nations were founded in what decade? Seventy. Uh, no. Eric, you got three correct. Oh, Eric, rough. I would have been right there with you, man. That was awful. Was that tough? That was, that was I would not you have succeeded. You would have got the first question I would have right gotten now. the first one right. Now, will Miggs get it right? Oh, he better. What? He better. I will be very disappointed if he doesn't. <laughs> Steve, are you ready? Oh, yeah! Fans are upset that what Canadian singer didn't join Usher at the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, he wasn't feeling it. Justin Bieber. Uh-huh. In the movie Just King funny. Kong, Kong climbs what U.S. building? That would be the Empire State Building. Correct. Pantera had the early 90s album titled Cowboys from Where? Squim. No. <laughs> hell. Yes. Cowboys from Hell. What state produces most of America's red roses? What state? I'm going to go with Washington. No. California. Yes. 
Orlando Bloom proposed to what singer on Valentine's Day in 2019? Katy Perry. Yes. Both how being many, voices on Peppa Pig. How many capital cities does South Africa have? Huh? How many capital cities does South Two. Africa? No. One. No. Three. Yes. Yeah. Pedro Pascal stars as the lead in which original Disney Plus series? Mandalorian. Yes. The human leg is comprised of how many bones? Four. Yes. What are the holes on the moon's surface? Moon's surface craters. Called? Yes. The United Nations were founded in what decade? United Nations. I'm gonna go with 70s. No. 60s. No. 50s. No. 40s. Yes. And if you would have gotten that, you would have got a perfect 10. But no instead, way. you got a nine, oh. which you still win nine to three. But no perfect 10 for you. Not as awesome if I would have got that one right. I know. Also, can we just Sorry, very quickly Eric. talk about the disappointment I felt that Justin Bieber didn't join Usher? Because didn't Usher basically discover the guy? Like, yes. he should have been there for him. Yeah, I saw an interview that, well, first of all. I'm the best. I'm the best. Fun fact, that is actually the Justin Bieber song that got him discovered by Usher. <laughs> yeah, so he just said he wasn't feeling it. And I'd be like, looking at it, if I'm Usher, I'm like, you're not feeling it. It's a freaking Super Bowl. Feel it. Yeah. And like, you're, welcome, it, you're welcome for your career. Yeah. Ugh. And he was in the stands. Like, he was watching. So he just didn't feel like going up there and performing. That's so rude. Yeah. I was, I was disappointed. I was, I'm I still was mad. Still. I'm, no, I'm still sure mad. I'm sure I was just like, whatever. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm, we're more, more probably more. Bond. Why do we care? Did we want to see Justin Bieber perform at the uh, halftime show? I mean, I went to see Justin Bieber, and it oh. was awesome. Why am I looking at Sarah not even... and Taryn? Danny, do we want to see <laughs> Justin Bieber in the halftime show? Absolutely I'm... not. Oh, am I asking you? You're two... not a believer? Two <laughs> ladies over here that are clearly obsessed with his abs. Here's the thing. I am not a believer, but I had a bunch of girlfriends that wanted to go see Justin Bieber, and I was like, all right, well, that's what everybody's doing. I'll buy a ticket, and I'll go. And I was so entertained, and he was so good, and it was the best lasers I've ever seen in my life. So when's the last time you listened to one of his records, though? Just Zero think, times. That's what I mean. Like, you know, I, I will go see, like, any pop star live because the performance is going to be awesome. They're going to put on a production. It's going to be a great show, but that doesn't mean I want to go and listen to them on my free time. Baby, 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 oh. <laughs> he was, like, 14. That's not helping, that's not helping the cause for me to want to listen. <laughs> Almost threw his coffee at you. I just want to know how close you were. I thought of it, but I'm like, it is still hot. Oh. If it was lukewarm, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, Rockaholics, we have the brand new Pearl Jam song yes. for you to hear. And you're also going to hear from Stone Gossard from Pearl Jam after we play Dark Matter right now. The Daily Mix Show. Rockaholics, that was just the Odyssey world premiere of Pearl Jam's new song called Dark Matter. That is also the name of the album. New album coming out April 19th. Very excited about that because us Pearl Jam fans, we've been waiting. And, and uh, man, happy to hear what they did right there. It's really a, feeling it. It's a slapping song. I'm a big fan. It just sounds, and I was I was listening to a bunch of interview clips. I know we have a clip from Stone Gazer talking about it. And what it feels like is like, oh, this sounds like a band that was in a room together and wrote this song together. And apparently they have this new producer guy, Andrew Watt, who plays guitar with Eddie Vedder's solo band. But... Going back to Justin Bieber, apparently he produced Justin Bieber's records, Post Malone, Rolling Stones, Miley Cyrus, Ozzy Osbourne, bunch of producer of the year, Grammy Award winning. This guy's like in his 30s. He's and the guy. He's a massive Pearl Jam fan. And in fact, we have Stone Gossard talking about working with the guy because he kind of brought back that energy that Pearl Jam once had that maybe they haven't had on, on their last you know several records because it was more of like, hey, I wrote a song, everyone play along with it. He was like, no, 
we're going into this where we don't have full songs written. We're going to write them as a band. And here's Stone talking about it, working with Andrew Watt. Andrew Watt is one of the world's biggest Pearl Jam fans, has studied our, our music, knows it inside and out, can play all of our songs um, on guitar better than uh, Mike and I can, and um, which is amazing to kind of work with somebody like that who loves your band so much and is so into uh, the the quirky, idiosyncratic ways that we all play together and really did his very best to encourage us and cheerlead for us i don't think once ever let us uh feel that we weren't onto something in in the most positive and reinforcing way I, you know i've ever worked with with a producer because he genuinely is jumping up and down and getting excited he's uh his personality is uh, brimming with um humor and um he he, he can be a, a wild person and have too much to say and um too much going on and it and for whatever reason that might not have been the perfect chemistry in our past but right now it was exactly what the doctor ordered in terms of us feeling a sense of uh, enthusiasm um and support and confidence from somebody who really understood where we came from and how we affected uh a whole generation of kids Think about how many bands don't have that experience with a producer. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're just working with a producer, not a super fan. Which I, I thought was kind of funny in, in roundabout ways. Like, yeah, back when we were younger, we would have been annoyed as hell. I <laughs> find <laughs> this guy because he's so positive and he loves our band so much. He's like, but now we're older. And they probably appreciate having that kind of energy from someone who's that geeked out to work with the band. And I, I mean, it shows on that song. And what I love about the song, it, it feels like that's like one of the first songs I've heard where Matt Cameron... His drumming really got to, he got to show off more of what he can do behind the kit because he's such a he's such a crazy drummer with Soundgarden and with Pearl Jam he's not as crazy and I, I don't know if that was by design or what but I even heard like some clips from some interviews with Stone Gossard saying yeah we might be embarking on a new vibe of Pearl Jam because Andrew Watt really brought out hey let's work around what Matt Cameron does on the drums because it's such a a different sound than like you know what other Pearl Jam drummers have done so I'm all for it I thought the drumming was some of the best drumming I've heard from a Pearl Jam song definitely with Matt Cameron as a drummer is this the band that you've seen more than any other it's up there it's definitely up there I mean I've lost track it's probably around 13 times I think 13 or 14 times I've seen Pearl Jam and they always put on a great show so I can't wait for them to to do another show but the one thing I I have to say freaking Mike McCready the solo Put a little stank on that solo right there. Oh, yeah. If you guys could see Steve's face right now, it is currently melting. As someone said, I got shivers. Holy crap, this song blanking slaps. Another person I'm so pumped for this album, Pearl Jam, sounding great. Coming in hot for 2024 from our friend Jake from Potsdam. Heck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is it? April 19th, brand new Pearl Jam record. They're also doing something on April 20th. 420. Go figure. (laughs) It's a record store day that day. I don't know. Do you ever participate in a record store day? I have, yes. And I definitely will this time because it sounds like we're going to get some kind of cool Pearl Jam release. It will be a special edition available on record store day of this new album, Dark Matter, which is awesome. I love all the record store day rarities and special releases. And Pearl Jam is, of course, getting in on that action. Another person very pumped for this brand new record. Uh, It sounds great. Yes. Uh, so when do we get the next single is the next question <laughs> right now let's just play another song I do want to hear more from this record because we even heard interviews with Eddie Vedder and Eddie Vedder said hey this is the heaviest and, and he said no hyperbole this is some of our best work 
And I wonder if it is because, hey, instead of coming in with already a, a set song, like, hey, this is what we're doing, guys, work around it. It's just like, let's go in the studio and let's just jam again and be a young band again. Like when you used to, a lot of bands, I think that happens to is like over the years, like you don't spend as much time in a practice space with your bandmates. Like back when Pearl Jam first started, I'm sure, you know, they were in a practice space all the time. Just they had no other responsibilities. They had no families, no kids, no nothing to worry about. So you just jam out and have fun. And then songs happen that way. And then as you get older, it's just like, well, I don't have time to do that, but I wrote this song. And I don't know, man, I think that sometimes your best work is when you're working as a team. I think so. I'm very excited to see what comes next for these guys. I've been a Pearl Jam fan since, I guess. How I'm many really, times have you seen them? Probably at least six or seven. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, they're honestly one of the best live bands I think I've ever seen. So I hope they make it back as well. Uh, I, I agree. I think they're one, one person that did not agree with me was my wife. She didn't have fun. She did. For the first two hours. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, when you go see Pearl Jam, that's not a, hey, we're just going to have a quick night out and, and see them play. Like, they, they'll put on sometimes a three-hour show. Well, th- so the last time they came, was that the, when T-Mobile they did the Park. two nights? Two nights at T-Mobile. Yep. Did you go to both? Yep. You did? I did. Was the set list, like, vastly different? 100% different, yeah. Nice. I mean, they, there were a couple of songs that, obviously, they, they, they do both nights. But it was two different vibes, and both were great. But I can't remember. I think it was the... The second one, if I remember correctly, was like just on another level. And I thought the first show, I was like, this is one of the greatest Pearl Jam shows I've ever seen. And then the next time, I was like, all right, this one got even better. It, did you bring your wife to one of those ones? No, or was, it was no, a different no, one. So this no, was a while ago. This was back in the Key Arena days. Oh, yeah. I took her to one of their shows, and I was all excited. And, you know, and they, were, they crushed it. It was a great show. But if you're not a Pearl Jam fan, asking somebody to stand for three hours to watch a band you're really not a fan of is a lot. I mean, I, I experienced it with her when I went and saw Justin Timberlake. It was like, it was fun at first, but then like that last 45 minutes, I'm like, I'm good. To, I can leave. Wrap it up. Yeah. I'm good. I've seen enough. But, you know, obviously I'm not going to tell her that we have to go. That's her favorite artist. Same with Pearl Jam. As the night went on, I noticed she started sitting down. She was playing on her phone. I'm like, and at first I was like, well, we could leave. And I'm like, no, no. You know what? She can play on her phone. I'm not leaving. I'm having too much fun. It's a big commitment, and I'm glad that she was there for you, Steve. But, That's uh, love. But since then, I was like, I'm never. And she was just like, look, ask one of your friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, it's just too long of a night. Like She said, like, I liked the first you know, half of it, but then after a while, and I get that. If you're not a huge fan, you're not going to want to sit through that long of a yes. show. Well, yesterday we told you about the nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and people have all sorts of feelings about it. The front man for one of the bands nominated put out a really spirited statement that said F the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Who said this? We're going to tell you at 720. The Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Rockaholics, give us a call now and help us complete this sentence. I refuse to care about blank. 206-803-ROCK. We bring this up because of Liam Gallagher and his response to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination that Oasis has gotten. Now, you teased it by saying, oh, someone that just got nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said F the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And my first thought was it has to be one of the Gallagher brothers. Because otherwise, I mean, I don't, I don't see Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction saying it. Maybe Mariah Carey. I'm not sure. Uh, possibly. Um, but I couldn't think of any other artist that would have that kind of an attitude of the people. Maybe the dudes from Foreigner. Probably not. I, but the Gallaghers, they just seem to live in like a tumultuous, a tumultuous, you know, life. They, there's, there's always some drama there, usually between them. But this did not shock me at all. I, what I saw, like the dudes from actually from Foreigner, they were like encouraging their fans, like, "Hey, don't forget to go, you know, uh, vote for us." And everybody seemed to be very positive about getting nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which they should. That's quite an honor. It's nice to be even nominated, but I imagine it's even more awesome to get inducted. But the Gallagher brothers, especially Liam, doesn't give a flying F. He literally wrote that on X. He said, F the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's full of Bumba Clarts. The hell is a Bumba Clart? A Bumba Clart is a Jamaican derogatory term that literally means ass cloth. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Why can't I just say you guys are just a bunch of ass cloths? B- Bumba Clarts. Is that like toilet paper? I guess. Or they use an actual cloth. And in Jamaica. Ha- they need to make like a brand of toilet paper called Bumper Clarts. And it's printed with Oasis. <laughs> with music Liam Gallagher's <laughs> faces on there. Bumper Clarts, of all things. So is that like a derogatory term, term then in Jamaica? Or is it just he heard that an ass cloth is called a Bumper Clart? I have way too many questions about a stupid word. It's, it's a kind of a fun one to say, though. Bumba Clart. Just weave that into your day today as you go on, Rockaholics. Uh, he also said. Don't waste your time as far as like the, you know, petitioning of fans to vote. Okay. Because there is a fan vote, which a lot of bands get super, you know, they're very passionate about that, yeah, connecting th- with their fans at that level. I can't remember which band last year. I think it was like maybe Journey. They ended up having like a ridiculous amount of people voting for them to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So Liam doesn't want, what if Noel does? Like the, his, you know, his brother was like, no man, I want to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That would be just perfect for the existing relationship between those guys. Also, getting them on a stage together, is is that ever going to happen? I still say if that happened, I would absolutely watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony because I don't think those two can ever exist in the same room together. Well, it sounds like only Noel will probably be going if, if it happens. If I'm Noel, I'd start my own new band called Noel Gallagher and the Bumba Clarts. <laughs> he also, another thing he said that was so great, I don't need some wank award by some geriatric in a cowboy hat. Yes, you do. You need to. I need to hear your acceptance speech. I need this now. So other uh, nominees included Mary J. Blige. You mentioned Mariah Carey, Cher, Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews yep. Band, Eric B. and Rakim, Foreigner, Peter Frampton, Jane's Addiction, Cool in the Gang, Lenny Kravitz, Sinead O'Connor, Ozzy Osbourne, Sade, and A Tribe Called Quest. And we were corrected. A few people texted in saying it's Sade. 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 Why is there no H in it? 
these are questions I don't have answers to. I'm still trying to figure out what Bumba Clarts is all about. <laughs> Rockaholics, now you get to complete the sentence. 206-803-ROCK, we want to know what you refuse to care about. I refuse to care about blank. And we will take your calls after Nirvana. The Daily Mix Show. 206-803-ROCK, we are asking you to complete the sentence, Rockaholics. I refuse to care about blank. Matt and Snohomish, you say the royal British family. Yes. The British royal family. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I mean, first of all, uh, I thought like America this because we wanted to get away from that. And then like, I don't know. It's just, they're they're useless. And uh, they're just a bunch of inbred. Like, they're weird, dude. It's like Disneyland characters. So, Matt, I'm going to just assume uh, that you did not... I don't they're inbred. I don't, have, I don't know if they're having sex they, with each not, other. They they're are. very highly they're... bred. They're very, they're a very highly bred and elite... It's an elite breeding. I'm not with... I'm with you, yeah. Matt, though. Like, I, I don't understand why people get so worked up about the royal family. Is, 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 is it maybe like a weird fascination when you were a kid? A lot of girls were like wanting to become princesses and... And that just yeah. carries over that, oh, here's a real-life princess and a real-life prince? Well, I, I'm assuming that Matt and also Steve Miggs, you guys did not watch The Crown. No. I don't even no. know what that is. So I was, <laughs> very, I was very invested in watching that show because it, it follows the storyline. It follows the lives of the British royal family from way back and goes kind of, you know, generation by generation and kind of tells their story. And I'm I'm with you, Matt. It makes you realize that it's just this weird tradition that's been going on for, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And it's it's out to me. I agree because it's it's just an outdated thing. Like we don't need a monarchy, in my opinion. That being yeah, said, I had a huge absolutely. crush on Prince William back in the day. <laughs> huge crush on Prince William. It's like a real-life uh, reality show. It is bananas. And they've been through... I mean, sometimes you're watching it and you feel like they've been put in these positions that they, they don't even really want them. You know what okay. I mean? But it's it's their birthright. They have to do it. Yeah, even when I was a little kid, I mean, I remember like when Princess Diana passed away and died and that was at a car accident, I believe. Yeah. And I remember being... It was sad, of course. Like, I wasn't like, oh, you know, un unaffected by the sadness of it. But I remember just being like... Man, people are just losing their minds over the royal family. Even back then, as a kid, I was like, I don't understand why. I never, I never will. I, I'm with the, the caller. Like it's just, it just seems like such a strange thing to like be so absorbed. Like that, my my day is spent keeping up on what they're doing. But I'm also like that with all like the Kardashian shows. I think that's like mine. Is like I never really cared about any of those reality shows. You no. don't want to watch the royal wedding, Steve? No. We used to have, we, like, at my old station, because it was, like, a, a pop station, we had, like, listener parties to watch the royal wedding. And it started, like, at 8 in the morning, mimosas in hand. Yeah. Like, big viewing parties. I and mean, I, I was like, what is happening? I don't, I don't understand the appeal. Do you remember who here at the KISW staff was very excited about the royal wedding? Oh, of course. That was uh, Miles Montgomery. The Ted Smith. Okay. He yeah. was all in on that. Like, Why? I don't know. It, it is very fascinating. Well, he likes, he's like, you know, he's into like soccer now. Oh, like, yeah. Every once in a while, like when he gets drunk, he all of a sudden has like a British accent that comes out every <laughs> once in a while. Does he call you mate sometimes? Yes, he calls me I'm mate saying. all the time. Yeah. Ted, like, Ted's been, he's been, he's been tricked into loving him. Especially when he has a few drinks in him. He's just like, he'll just say mate. And he'll use other like terms that he's learned from watching like soccer matches and things. Oh, definitely. Like, who are you? When, where, who is this person? I don't hear this person when you're sober. He also likes cricket. I can say with the utmost confidence that that is something I refuse to care about. Somebody says, I, I refuse to care about the Seattle Kraken. Wow. Just kidding. I care too much and this losing makes me sad. Oh. LOL. 
<laughs> it's been brutal, especially after last season. This was, this has just been a very disappointing year. I'm curious about our friend Sarah over here, what she refuses to care about, because it seems like she cares about a lot of dumb She's things. Very passionate. <laughs> I do. I do care a lot about dumb things. Mine actually is Mariah Carey. She was big with the whatever the I don't know the, whatever was just happening Grammys or whatever and I cannot stand her them are fighting words yeah and that Christmas Excuse song me? is trash what are you a fan I mean I grew up like rocking the Mariah Carey oh her little uh, her high pitched voice oh, dude, oh I it's know. so bad when, when she first became a big star and a big pop star like it, sound, it felt like every song needed to start off with her like Proving how high her notes could get, and I hated it. Yes, isn't and Ariana the, the same kind of thing these days? Yeah, and I hate her too. Oh, okay, Whoa. No. oh yeah. her little, her little cute face. I just want to like punch it. <laughs> her, With, her, her perfect winged eyeliner and her hair. Oh, yeah, she's both of them. And apparently, she's coming out with a new album, and all my friends are really excited about it. And I want to punch all of them too. <laughs> You're just not on board. No, Steve Miggs, do you have one? It, the reality shows, I mean, honestly, everyone texts her, I'm, I'm with them. Like, I refuse to care about any celebrity personal life. I don't care to keep up with the, the people that have no impact on my personal life, and I don't get the appeal. There's certain ones that I do find entertaining. Sometimes I, I think I get more, um, like, someone said Taylor Swift. I think I'm finding myself more entertained by the Taylor Swift story, mainly because I know it annoys people. Oh, yeah. And so, like, there's that troll in me that enjoys that part of it, but I don't know who this person is dating and this person like whenever we talk about certain celebrities and like oh well they're married to this person like honestly I wouldn't have known that Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry were an item had it not been for Peppa Pig's Instagram page because they keep posting now that they're going to be like celebrity voices on it and obviously Peppa Pig matters to me because of my kid but otherwise I wouldn't care about that do you know when I found out that they were together this morning during a beat mix right I, I just I don't keep up on those things I did not know I had no idea at all now that all being said I, like I, yes, I don't care about Taylor Swift. What I do care about, and I care very deeply about, is Jason Kelsey. Oh, <laughs> were you guys keeping tabs on what was going on in Vegas with him? Oh man, there's a great video of him wearing a Rey Mysterio luchador mask with the 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 Kansas City Chiefs colored uh, overall pants, wasted, <laughs> and they're at a party, and it's Taylor Swift and his brother uh Travis Kelsey they're like kissing while the, they're playing like a an EDM version of a Taylor Swift oh, song yeah, yeah. and then they pan over and he's in the DJ booth and it's with that big name DJ uh Marshmallow oh, the guy yeah. that wears like the big white marshmallow head yes and then there's Jason Kelsey wasted like pounding on a microphone just grooving I'm like I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm all for it. This drunk dude just kind of bailed on his wife to go hang out with his brother and his celebrity girlfriend and get wasted all night with his team. I what, think it was hilarious. What do you think the wife ski was up to? Sleeping. I bet she was just like, look, I'm going to bed. If you want to go get drunk and be an idiot, go put this mask on, though, please, so no, no one knows it's you. I just, I love that Jason Kelsey is his brother's hype man at that level. I think it's hilarious. I've been enjoying that more than anything. It's just the Jason Kelsey part of this entire story. Did you order yourself a Jason Kelsey shirtless Funko. No, I'm kind of waiting now for the Jason Kelsey in a luchador mask. <laughs> Partying with Marshmallow Funko. Stash on 405, you are not a fan of Disney Star Wars. No. Kathy Kennedy completely ruined it. Oh. I don't even know who Captain, Ke Captain Kennedy? Yeah. She got control of it when George Lucas sold it and completely oh. destroyed Star Wars. 
So then for you, the last great Star Wars, was it, uh, see, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Was it the, the ones that happened, like, episodes, was it uh, one, two, one, two, and three? Did you like those, or those were part of the Kathy oh. Kennedy thing? No, it was uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's real Star Wars, and after that, it's just garbage. Okay, so all, like, the stuff that's come out since. So not a big Mandalorian fan? No, more like the Blandalorian. <laughs> Oh, my God, I love Sash, you. Sash, I got to say, I grew up watching, like, the you know, the original Star Wars. I've never seen a new one. I never saw, like, remember when Natalie, whatever the one Natalie Portman was in? Never saw those. So, I'm with you, Stash. Oh, wait, 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 before we let Stash, most important question. What's your take on the Ewoks? Um, they're okay. I mean, I don't know. I like his, uh, initially, he said, George Lucas, that he was going to use uh, um, Chewbacca's race of um, Wookiees, but he wanted to make it for kids, so he just cut him in half and turned him into Ewoks. <laughs> All right, whatever. The Blandalorian. The Blandalorian. That was, was my fantastic. new favorite thing yep. in the whole world. And I've never seen, I haven't seen The Mandalorian. Did you see it? I watched the first episode and realized this is not for me. So how Never many? Something also I refuse to care about is all like the hot, the hyped up TV shows. Sure. I, tr- I try and I'm just like, man, this seems like a massive investment and I just, I guess I could find the time but I don't really want to find that time, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, if I have to watch this, like, there's, like, a lot of episodes to keep up on. It's not like you can just watch... I, I'm still a fan of dumb sitcoms. You can watch an episode, and you don't need to keep... You don't need to watch next week's episode. You can just kind of pick up wherever. Duck in, duck out. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I'm the exact same way, though, with, with popular TV shows. It's like, if I see that there's something, like, currently going on, and there's no end date for it, I'm like, you know, tell me when it's done. And if you tell me it's three seasons... I may try it. But, there, like, where I'm having to wait every week to watch something, absolutely not. Dude, there have been a few ep- things where I'm like, oh, I heard this is a really good show, and we go and see it, and it has, like, 87 episodes. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to commit to this. Nope. Like, that seems like a lot to work with. We, uh, we just did this, though, when we, we finally jumped on the Shameless bandwagon, uh-huh. and I started, we just started season two, and there's nine more seasons to go. Doesn't and that like, feel overwhelming? It's very overwhelming. As dumb as that sounds, it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> and now I've committed, and I, I can't get out. I really like it, so I'm going to stick with it. Dude, today is the day I did not even know this. Kathleen, now we're getting a lot of people that are upset with uh, with uh, Stash because they do like Kathleen Kennedy's Star Wars. I didn't even know this person existed until I thought he said Captain Kennedy. I thought it was a character <laughs> on Star Wars. I'm like, I never heard of this character. Did he kill Han? Like, what's going on? Apparently, he killed the vibe. Well, she, she killed the vibe. Killed the vibe. But it's funny too because I feel like the opposite side of that argument is so many people who are so tired of George Lucas's stuff with it. It's like, mm. yeah, take it over, Disney. Make it way better. Yeah. yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I've not even given it a fair shot. That's so right. I need to before I say that I refuse to care about it because I have nothing to base it on. Well, are you going to give it a shot? I might. <laughs> after I finish 11 seasons of Shameless. And she's listening to Justin Bieber later. <laughs> Rockaholics, have you ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law? One that you're never going to forget. Call us up now as we would love to hear your story. Plus, that story will give you the chance to win Lamb of God and Mastodon tickets. Call us up 206-803-ROCK. We're going to take your calls at 750. Yes. The Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.